0: April twenty six, two thousand and twenty one. Well, isn't this awkward? Um. A lot of things have happened. I think it's been like two weeks since I've done this. A lot of things have happened. Um. A lot of sad shit too. Actually, yeah. I guess I should start with that. So, in the last month, we lost DMX, Black Rob. In Shock G, um, I'm sure everyone knows that. I'm not breaking any news there. It's just, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. And I and I was watching the um the Red Man Method Man battle um last week. And as I'm watching it, you know, and even like my girl kind of said the same thing. It was good seeing those dudes up there in their fifties, but looking good. Like, looking good Sounding good Like, cause I think a lot of people Younger rappers in particular But people in general Really need to see that Right, literally need to see Like, yo, you can age gracefully as a rapper You know, sometimes I kind of forget How young rap is Compared to other genres of music And we haven't You know, we're just now starting to see What our rap stars look like As they age But when you think of, like, Shock G, DMX, Black Rob, all these dudes died in their 50s, man. That's not even old like that. You know what I mean? It's not even old like that. So for them to go out like that, it's just like And all for different reasons. I'm not even sure the Shock G reason. I know Black Rob had a bunch of health issues. Come to find out my man was homeless. Like, damn, man. Like, shit is trash shit is trash but like oh yeah like i was saying about the red and method man thing i think it's just good for people to see that you know what i mean method man damn didn't look younger than he did 20 years ago i don't even know how that works but this motherfucker looked younger than he did back then um red looks the same he was always skinny right so he just looks like he's in great shape they had they remember all the lyrics to their songs and the other person's song like it was just good to see that man it's, it's a lot of these rappers a lot of like legends and people we grew up to listening to and looking up to are checking out wild early wild early so it's just cool to like yeah the dmx shit was just crazy black rob it's like man all the stuff that was going on with him i was just it just break broke my heart to see how he was like basically living you know i didn't didn't think about you know i wonder how black rob is getting down that's not you know i listen to the music i love black rob um you know shock g just like damn so i know they just had the dmx memorial in brooklyn yesterday um i wasn't out there but i saw a bunch of pictures of it i mean hell yesterday i spent most of my day sleeping for 12 hours but yeah i wasn't out there i saw a bunch of pictures so that was dope um it's dope hearing so much dmx too like i i can't count how many times i've heard cars go by by my house or or i'm somewhere and i've heard a car bumping dmx or i'm in some parking lot or something so you know just to kind of see that like um That impact and like uh, the younger people, people younger than me that get it, you know what I mean. Like I wasn't the biggest DMX guy, but I absolutely understood his like impact on this genre of music. You know what I mean, and and what and what he meant. You know what I mean. It's just it's it's crazy. It's sad, but you know, unfortunately, like I always say, the older you get, the more custom you got to get to people you know. Or know of checking out I mean it's just it's a reality like none of us are gonna be here forever we all got an expiration date so it's kind of like you know it always hurts when people die but it's like you can't really nobody's gonna be here forever so that's that's I know for me personally that's the thing that I try to keep in my mind fresh so I'm not always so fucked up when people die you know what I mean? It's it's sad. I know it probably people don't like to hear me say it like so bluntly like that, but it is like it is what it is. Like I'm we all gonna check out. And in the and in the broad scheme of history, we all gonna check out relatively soon. You know what I mean? So that's why I always preach, just like have as much fun and do as much shit as you wanna do while you're here. I know that might sound selfish, but like it's the truth. Like you only got a a small window and you don't want to spend that window doing a bunch of shit you don't want to do, so, yeah, that's another thing these deaths kind of helped me put into perspective, um, but anyway, besides the sadness, um, oh, the, uh, Derek Chauvin trial, that was another big thing that happened, um, It's sad to say that I was shocked by the outcome because it shouldn't be a shock, right? It should have been a slam dunk, of course. We all watched for nine minutes this dude murdered somebody with a calm face, yelling at everybody else as he calmly sat there and killed his man. We all watched that. We all saw that. But it's sad that him being convicted Was still a shock to me I know a lot of people felt that way And it's just like Yo it's not even justice I was hearing a lot of people say It's not really justice It's this is just accountability Because it ain't no justice This dude died for nothing You know what I mean Like George Floyd died for nothing So You know Now we have to wait for the sentencing right Because it's not over It's not over So don't get too excited everybody Because now we got to see How long this motherfucker is going to go to prison Hopefully, it's for a very long time. Because if this was me, I would have been gone already. Like, you know what I mean? You get, like... That's the next part now. Because now the judge has to hand out the sentencing. What are, What is that going to look like? What are we going to look like then? Right? Don't slap on the wrist on. Don't give him some fucking three, five years and shit like that. Like, you know, if he got convicted for three charges, this should be a significant amount of jail time. So... We'll see... We'll see, but you know, I, I know I can speak as a black person. It's just exhausting, man. It's exhausting, but when I say exhausting, because I hear a lot of people like, oh, I'm just tired of this. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck if you're tired of this. It's still going down, right? Shit is still going down. Don't let your foot off the gas pedal because you're tired. And all my feelings. I'm so tired of hearing about this, huh? Like, no, don't don't stick your head in the sand because you're tired of hearing about it because you're tired of hearing about it. And we're tired of fucking being killed. And that go for black people and non-black people that I hear talk like, oh, I'm just I'm just so tired. I don't care if you're tired. Like whenever people look at me, I try not to be as confrontational all the time with people, something I'm working on. So when I hear people say that a part of me want to like pull their arms off their body, but I just kind of look at them and just nod. I kind of look at him and nod, like, oh, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yep, true, true, true. We're all tired, motherfucker. Like, we don't care. Keep your foot on the gas pedal. Shit ain't getting better because one dude. Because, look, for this one white guy to get convicted, it had to be on their terms. They had to feel like this shit was acceptable. You understand what I'm telling you? They had to feel like, okay, we'll give you this one. This one is a no-brainer. Right. Progress is always at the pace of the oppressor. Do not forget that shit. Progress is always at their pace. Right. Shit ain't sweet. Nothing's ended, And I know the people listening to this. I know y'all probably listening like, well, I don't think it's over. Then I ain't talking to you. But if you are listening to this and you do think that this is some type of progress, let me wake your naive ass up real quick. It's not. Is progress at the oppressor's pace Fuck that <laughs> Let's be clear Fuck. Don't get me wrong, I'll take it I'll take it because there was actually Cops on the stand Testifying against another cop Wow Right, they love this Bad apple argument, you always hear cops In the cucks that defend cops Say stuff like, oh, just a few Bad apples, you know, it's just a, a few No, 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 no No, no, no. You got a job as a cop. You don't get to be a bad apple. Sorry. You don't get to be a bad apple. So while this is a good win, I'm happy for his family. As this trial was going on, they killed another brother. Somebody I just heard on the way to work. I'm listening to the NPR podcast on the way to work. Another brother in North Carolina got killed. My sister in, I forget, the young girl, 17 years old, got killed, like, this is why the Chauvin trial is going on, so please don't take your foot off the gas pedal, baby, this party is still happening, we still got work to do, it's at their pace, and I'm saying, fuck their pace, you understand, like, don't take your foot off, none of this, I'm tired, I'm tired, oh, I'm so tired, like, we don't care, I personally don't give a damn if you're tired, Or if you're offended at me saying that. (laughs) Like, I'm just keeping it real with you. So, uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. You know, I hear people say stuff like defund the police and then people take that and they try to flip it to act like they're too stupid to know what that means. When we say defund the police, we don't mean no police force, zero police force. We understand that some police force is necessary. I'm not fucking five, right? But people have these bad faith arguments where they hear stuff like defund the police and they try to flip it into, oh, you don't want a police force? No, stupid, I want some of the funds to go somewhere else, to things that actually help the community, social services, where when someone is having a mental health episode, they don't have to call a bunch of uh, a bunch of warriors with dogs and police vests that's just gonna come near, uh, what was it, uh, last week, I forget where it was, I just read a story last week of this daughter called the cops because her father was having some type of mental episode They beating the hell out of him. Hey, why call y'all? I could have just whooped his ass and brought him to the hospital if that's what you were going to do. Why call y'all? You know what I mean? Like, I saw, what was it? A week or two ago. I think I'm on Twitter and I see a video of these police dogs going around New York City. The cops with remote control. These motherfuckers got enough money to have remote control police dogs like a Black Mirror episode. And you telling me some of these funds shouldn't go somewhere else? Police departments are getting more funding than schools. Teachers are struggling trying to teach kids, especially during a pandemic. Right. We don't have funds for this. We don't have funds for this. Well, it seems like you do because your police force is a goddamn futuristic Tony Stark episode. Like they got police dogs now. They got all these tanks. and Like you go, go look up some of the numbers. That are being spent on police forces versus other things and, and needs in the cities that you live in. You ain't got... In the states you live in. Go look some of this shit up. It'll blow your goddamn mind how much money is being spent. Like, you know, then every once in a while I had these conversations and they'd be like, oh, well, you know, a cop was killed. Um, I'm also going to sound bad. I don't care. I don't care. It's, it's, the numbers is... It's, it's, it's too... You get that job, you 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 get that job understanding the certain amount of dangers you take, right? I, you know what I never hear? Defund the fire department. I never hear that. Because the fire department isn't killing motherfuckers. Like, like I, you never gonna make me feel bad for a cop. And I know cops, I got cops, you never gonna make me feel bad for a cop. I don't give a fuck, like... Never, ever, ever, I don't care who you are. I don't care who you Oh, my daddy was a cop. Oh, my brother's a cop. Fuck your daddy and your brother. I don't care. You never gonna make me feel bad for any one of them. My family could be a cop. Fuck them too. You never gonna make me feel bad for any of these motherfuckers. So let's just get that out the way right now. <laughs> right now. Like, defunding does not mean taking all of the every single dollar from the police department. It's reall- reallocating those to things that we also need. That they're sucking up all the goddamn money for. Why they're murdering us, by the way. Like, yeah. I get upset about that. Because I've had some conversations with some very stupid people. And again, it's part of my thing on trying not to be so confrontational. I try not to tell people anymore straight to their face that they're stupid. But man, you guys are pushing it. <laughs> you guys are pushing it. Like, yeesh. Yeah, anyway. Um, what else is going on out there? I saw Mortal Kombat. That was some dookie. Um, Mortal Kombat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this quick because I don't want to kill it like I did Godzilla on the last podcast. Let me, let me make this quick. I don't know how many of you are fans of the video game how many of you are fan are well versed in the story and the lore of mortal kombat maybe not a bunch of you right i'm assuming that most of you probably casually played the game and you know some characters but you ain't like me right i deep dive into shit i like so for anybody who doesn't know me that well when it's something i like i immerse myself in it so mortal kombat is one of those things i've played the majority of the games i know the entire story (laughs) (laughs) So I'm watching the movie... And I'm watching them just butcher... Just take the storyline of Mortal Kombat... And just do whatever they wanted to with it. Now, okay, right? I'm not that mad at that, right? Because you take a lot of these comic movies out... They don't make the story 100% like the comics, right? You'd have to have a 10-hour movie to do that. Fine. But if you're going to stray from the source material... Can you please make the movie good? <laughs> like, uh, like, yo, okay, okay, all right. First off, it felt super cheesy. It felt like I was watching a movie from the 90s. Like, just mad cheesy. Um, the fights in the movie were cool, right? I enjoyed the fights. Sub-Zero, his character was amazing. He was getting busy turning motherfuckers into ice pops. It was great. Fuck with that. Okay. The main guy they introduced in the movie is this new character they made just for the movie named Cole. His name alone already tells me that I'm going to fall asleep. This is Mortal Kombat and your character name is Cole. They got motherfuckers like Jax, Striker, Noob, Sabot, Scorpion, Shao Kahn, Raiden, and Cole. You sound like an employee at Target. Okay? And his story was as interesting as an employee at Target. I'm supposed to care about the family man. It's demons, it's other dimensions, and I care about this. This every man's man that y'all put in the movie? I don't care about this whack ass dude. Like, who who is Cole? I can beat Cole up. What? Why is he in the movie? Okay? Now, I understand. Now, what they probably did was they put him in the movie as a vehicle to tell the Watcher what's going on. And they use him as that vehicle, right? So, as the characters are explaining to his stupid ass what Mortal Kombat is... Everybody at home is learning, right? You could have did the same thing with Johnny Cage. You know, an actual character in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> he wasn't even in a movie. What? Right? Okay. Keep going as for as some of my other problems. Oh, spoiler alert. For <laughs> whoever cares. Um, Akana akana is the thing they use as like people unlocking their abilities right because you see in mortal kombat people are shooting fireballs from their hand ice and all kind of crazy green energy blasts and everything like that and you was like all right well how are they going to explain this in real life so they tried with this akana bullshit right if you have the dragon tattoo you have akana and you just have to learn how to unlock it. Okay, fine. I don't like it, but I'm riding with you. Okay. Then they show Kano. Who unlocked his Akana. Because he was getting yelled at by Kung Lao? Ah! I just got to yell at a motherfucker? And he can unlock their magical powers? He, he, he got in one fight in the pit. Was yelled at at a dinner table. And started shooting laser beams from his eyes? Hey. Get this movie the fuck out of here, man. Hey, do me a favor. Get this movie, pack up Godzilla, and get them both the fuck out of my life. Thank you. Um, I'm not even going to waste more time talking about Mortal Kombat. If you liked it, I like the fight scenes. I like the reptile shit. I like the Goro scenes. I like Sub-Zero getting busy even though when he fights scorpion cole is there and he saves the day man get this goddamn office depot employee off my screen now like anyway so that was mortal kombat (laughs) that's mortal kombat uh Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah my nets my nets number one in the east Kevin Durant Could take 50 games If he want Come back And drop 50 on you No problem Just beat the number one team In the, in the West By the way The Suns Now again I always gotta say this Because I know how people Like to do They'll hear you talking they would be like Oh you said This was gonna happen I don't know If the Nets Are gonna win the finals I don't know If the Nets Are even gonna make it To the finals If I was a betting man I bet that they At least make it It's just good To have a team at the top of the standings, right? I'm a Cowboys fan, a Nets fan, Yankees, but I'm not the biggest baseball fan. And Devils because I'm from Jersey and they're from Jersey, right? It's been a while since I've seen one of my teams looking like this. So I'm going to enjoy this ride. Despite people trying to stop me from fully enjoying this ride. No, 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 baby. I'm going to enjoy this ride. My team is popping. Not they got a streak popping. No, they are the best team in the East popping. Maybe the league. I'm going to enjoy this because I also know that when all three of them boys are back, and you know who them boys are, it's going to be problems. It's going to be problems. Because from what I'm seeing, the league can't handle two of them boys. They can't handle two of them boys. If Durant is out there, you already in trouble. It don't matter who's the second guy. You in trouble. So my nets are popping. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm not making any guarantees. I'm not saying they're winning everything. I would like them to. I would love to go to a parade in Brooklyn. Hell, I'd love to go to a playoff game, but I know those are going to cost $5 trillion. So we'll see. We'll see. I'd really, really, really love to go to an NBA championship game, but, but I'm just one day at a time, one day at a time. That's all I'm saying. Is great. The boys are great. I'm just trying to enjoy. Since I'm on sports, Saturday I watched UFC. What was it? Two sixty one. Great card. People were getting finished every fight. No fight went to the third round. They all was over by at least the second. Like. Yeah Yeah it was a good fight I haven't gone and watched a UFC pay per view Out in a while And I forgot like how good that felt To go out and watch a big UFC card With like people around And like out with the fellas and everything It was, it was I haven't done that in a while That felt, that felt good um, Uzman knocked out George Masvidal ass You know I saw Masvidal rocking that Trump shit Hey you can go to sleep baby you can go to sleep, baby Like, I love seeing the UFC guys With all these all the, all the brothers with the titles I think it's three UFC champions That are from Nigeria Right? I love it Like, whenever I see black people Going against anybody else I don't give a fuck I'm rooting for the black people Every single time So, yup yeah, I just want the brothers to keep winning I just want the sisters to keep I watch wrestling And the, and the outcomes are already predetermined And I'm still rooting for the black people. (laughs) Like, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. If I see a black and white marble rolling down the street, I'm rooting for the black marble. That's just where I am. So, yeah, it was great seeing that. Great night of fights. Uh, The women's championship matches were crazy. Chicks out here finishing. I love to see it. Head kicks, and yeah, it, it was a good card. It was a good Saturday. Um,. Sunday, I slept, you know, I went with my lady, she got a tattoo, and after that, I was out for about 13 hours, (laughs) so it was chill, it was chill, Um, I'm trying to think, what else, what else has been going on, something that I would like to get in there, oh, one more thing, as far as this, this segment on the what's been going on in the world. Um, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. I'm losing count of the amount of sexual assault slash rape slash misconduct allegations that this young brother is racking up. I'm losing count. This is my message again to my fellow people. Cut the shit, guys. When I say fellow people, I'm talking about I'm talking to the black people here. Cut the shit. We gotta stop blindly defending people because we like them or they're a good singer or they can throw the ball really far. Okay? You getting 20-something allegations, dog. Where there's smoke, there's a goddamn forest fire. You get what I mean? If it was one or two, fine, okay. Get me wrong. I'm not saying cancel the dude, right? He got to go through his, his due process. But, bruh, 20-something different allegations? You can't keep your dick in your pants when you go to massage parlors? You a rich, good-looking dude. Why are you even at massage, massage parlors to get your, your dick winked? You can get supermodels to come to your house and do this shit all the time. You're the star quarterback on the Houston Texans. You're rich as fuck. You're a good-looking dude. You're in amazing shape. Why are you going to massage parlors to wank it out on a bunch of women who don't want you to? Like, what part of the game is that? Like, what are we doing out here? We just, it's some weirdo shit going on. So that's all I wanted to say. Black people, it's the same shit with the Bill Cosby. It's the same shit with with the R. Kelly. I grew up watching the Cosby show like everybody else. And I've said this. My friends have heard me say this. And let me say it for whoever is listening to understand. That's just a motherfucker from Philadelphia, bro. He is not my dad. He was not the dad of all black people. Great, seemed like a nice dude. And I'm not even saying that he didn't do nice things for people. I've heard and read stories of Cosby doing amazing things for people. But once you start getting into the 30s and the 40s of women, bro, one is enough. One is enough. 30s and 40s and like of all these different allegations, hey, you take your old ass and you go to sleep, kiddo. R. Kelly, I don't give a damn how good I believe I could fly and all this other stuff was. Hey, freak nasty man, go sit down. Like, we gotta stop defending shit because we think everything is just plot from the man to get us. Some of it is, but some shit you causing yourself. You know what I mean? It's like when somebody go to jail and they be like, free so and so. Hold on what does so-and-so do what does so-and-so do because if your man committed a murder ain't no free your man let his monkey ass stay right in jail (laughs) you know i used to hear that with max b like free max b hold on hold on Didn't max b get people set up if i'm not mistaken one or two people died in that hotel room no 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 because if i'm the family it's fuck max b not free max b (laughs) Like black We gotta stop that shit man People doing criminal shit And we just like Free so and so Ain't no free so and so Let his ass sit in jail So Anyway Uh (laughs) Yeah I just That Deshaun Watson thing Was on my mind I've had some conversations With some people That made me think Maybe they not You know They missing some chromosomes So I just I had to get that out But uh Yeah that's kinda What's been going on Lately Okay uh so what I've been kind of consuming lately again you know I know I kind of like to do the reminder but this section you know just the books I've been into or mo- or movies or music or whatever something I've just been consuming and there's a few things that I <laughs> that I want to talk about um, Let me start with the show Them on Amazon Prime OK, there's a show called Them on Amazon Prime. Some of you might have heard of it. Some of you maybe not. <sighs> Where do I start? <laughs> OK, so this show is about it's in the 1950s. A black family moves from North Carolina and they move to Compton, California. And this is Compton, California before. We all got in there. This is still white people everywhere. Um, and it's kind of like the struggles and the insanity that follows after they move to California. Um, but it's way more than that. So there's some supernatural elements to the show. Uh,. OK, I'll kind of get into that. I was kind of. So, hey, spoiler alert again <laughs> for the people that care. So then this is let me let me start. This is how I feel about the show. It's not that it was the worst show ever, is that when I'm watching it, I'm thinking to myself, who in the fuck was this show for? Like, it's just kind of like black people suffering porn. You get what I mean? Like, it was like black people just going through all of this crazy insanity. And, like, what's the message from the show? Because when it's over, it's not like the black family won, by the way. Right? I understand if you got them going through all of this crazy shit. Like, like what happened? I'm not going to say what happened in episode five. But something happens to the, the lady in episode five that is traumatizing as shit. That's what the, the whole show felt. A traumatizing ass show. Like, something happened to this lady, and I went to sleep having dreams about this shit. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, yo, what kind of show is this? This ain't even, like, it's not enjoyable, right? It's not enjoyable. You just feel anxiety the whole time. You feel angry if you're black and you watching it. Like, it's not even a show that was like, yo, I feel so good watching this. And not saying that every show needs to make you feel so good, but it was like, at one point, I watched enough of it where I was like, well, I just need to see if the black people want to at least win at the end. They don't. <laughs> they don't. So once you realize that, it's like, it's not even like all of this shit was like, uh, it's not like justice was served at the end. They just went through all of this horrible shit with all of these horrible white people. Like, even dead white people were still tormenting the black people. I'm like, damn, my guy, you're a ghost. You still hate black people? God, it's over. You are in the afterlife. You still got a problem with black people? Let it go, my dude. Like, (laughs) let it go. Let it go. Like, take it easy. Like, damn, we just trying to move into the we can't move into the neighborhood. My man, the black dude, the father was an engineer. The mother was, was was was. Respectable, kind woman The kids were well behaved and educated, and still, Jesus, like it just it pissed the show. In a nutshell, the show just pissed me off. It just, I just found myself angry watching it. Like there was no redeeming quality. I hated everybody. Like it, it's just, man. Some people I wanted to die, they died. But then again, it was just like, yeah, y'all don't win at the end you there but it's mad cops around in the house so the black people won like no we didn't like that's the real horror show the cops are here that's the that's the real horror let's watch that movie see how that one plays out i can tell you how it's gonna play out a whole lot of shots and some black asses is how it's gonna play out like what yeah so i mean i guess if you want to watch them cool another thing i'm not into horror like that i find the horror genre boring as shit I find it like super predictable, and I guess because I'm not like a spirits guy and all that, I just find it like campy. Like, oh, this this evil spirit is coming! Ooh. Like, I don't I don't buy none of that shit. So I just watch it like I watch it the way some of y'all watch wrestling. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, you know, like okay, I find I guess he's gonna hit him with a rock bottom. Like that's how I watch all that horror stuff. So. Yeah, it didn't really help me out Enjoy it But um, but the funny part, again, as a show I'm just taking my emotions out of it And everything with the black people It wasn't a horrible show It wasn't filmed terribly It it just If you want to be angry for 10 episodes Or 8, however many it was Enjoy You know what I mean? Enjoy I just, I don't want to be angry For that long, bro you got to have some type of justice or some type of comeuppance or something and that wasn't what it was it was just black people losing again like how many times can i watch black people losing again before i'm i'm turned off so you know just throwing it out there you may be into it um the book that i've been on i've actually finished the book already since the last podcast and i'm going through and i'm re-listening to it again i just started it today is uh the subtle art of not giving a fuck i'm pretty sure if you're in the books you've seen this title if you have you have you've at least heard about it um again i'm an audiobook guy so it's about a five hour and some change listen there's nothing to get through that um good book it um it's basically another one of those kind of self-help books. And I know the title makes you think like, oh, it's a book about not giving a fuck. But the title's misleading because I forget his name. His name is Mark. I want to say Ronson is the author. I could be wrong on the last name, so forgive me. But he, he breaks down why, first of all, not giving a fuck about anything is impossible. And he, man, he goes through a lot in this book. It, it's definitely worth the listen or the read. But just like... Where he was in his life, the moment that changed him being a douchebag to the moment of him, like, finding his calling, understanding what that was about, maturing, what maturity looks like, um, the importance of caring, but caring not about everything, right, because so many people waste their time over caring about everything, that they're just constantly anxiety filled. They can't even operate. Every day they're going through anxiety things and stress here and this there. And part of that reason is because a lot of people care about a lot of shit that, that isn't worth caring about or isn't worth being so worried about. Like and he definitely does a good job of breaking down like just learning not not to care, but how what to care about, how to care about certain things. Right? To live to live a life that's just not fucking anxiety wrapped. You know what I mean? And it's and and he kind of breaks down how people gotta get out of that mentality of thinking that they're the special snowflake when something happens to them. You know? People, whenever something happens, they internalize it like this this is just me. No one else in the world can be going through uh oh. and it's such a nar- narcissistic view to think that what's happening. And to not put that into perspective, and to understand that you ain't special. It's just your turn. You ain't special. It's just your turn. And and get out of this thing where we all feel like we're we're this own special snowflake. Right? Everybody has that mentality of they feel like they need to be a celebrity or they or they need to be like nah. You know, you can have a fulfilled life without being this special known snowflake. You can have a fulfilled life without that. And and. And learning how to be happy. That's another thing that I got from this book is learning how to be happy, learning how to accept your circumstances and be happy and stop. We're always trying to chase something. Right. We're always trying to find something to make us happy. When I get this thing, when I get this person, when I get this promotion, when I go here. And so it's like, we're never just like, yo, you in a good spot right now. Like I'm in a good spot right now. My life is good right now. I didn't say perfect. I said my life is good right now. I woke up in a good mood today. Now, I'm not saying you can't be in a bad mood, so don't take this like I'm saying something's wrong with you if you're in a bad mood or you're going through a stressful situation. My point is, is you ain't the only one. We're human, and you're going to get through it. (laughs) Like, that's kind of what the book, the book says a lot, so I don't want to boil it down to just that. I strongly recommend, again, if you listen to it, it's only five hours and some change, he goes through all these examples of things that happen. It's just... It's an excellent book. So, if you're bored, you got Audible, you got some time. Or if you want to pick it up and blow through it, it's quick. Um, when I go through it again, I'm going to put out some more points that I got from it. And I'll mention it on the next podcast if I remember. Because, you know, I tend to not remember things. Sorry about that. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 the subtle art of not giving a fuck by Mark. Not sure his last name, but I think it's Ronson, so you should go check that out if you care at all, if you're into books, if you're into self help type of things, it's it's definitely worth the listen. Um Conway's album came out, it was okay, you know. I like that he did some different things musically. He rapped on some more current beats, it's not just the Griselda style beats which is like that looping hook and no drums. You know what I mean? Which by the way, I love, I love Griselda. Anybody who knows me already knows what Tom is. I love Griselda. They give me that grimy East coast feeling of rap that I like more than like, you know, the South, every song sounds like a trap song song. Um, So yeah, just throwing that out there. Just throwing out some music, some music things that I'm on, that I'm listening to, you know still working on my podcast. Not my podcast, still working on my playlist. You know, I find new songs all the time. Um, I'm trying to think. What else about for as far as this segment goes? Oh, uh, Invincible on Amazon Prime. I might have mentioned this before in another podcast. But if you're into comics, if you're into that whole life, Amazon Prime, I think it's on episode six right now. Invincible is... Excellent, 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 excellent. Thank you so very much over there for Invincible. I don't want to spoil anything. It's still going on, but that's worth a watch. Falcon and the Winter Soldier I just finished, also really good. I'm mad Sam took the shield. Like, Isaiah just told you how they was treating black people, and here your coon ass go. You can't wait to pick up the shield and be the next Captain America. Besides that, I like the show. (laughs) I like the show. It's just like, come on, brother. You a brother, man. Fuck that shit. Fuck Captain America. Anyway. So, yeah, those are some of the things that I've just been binging and watching and into. And, you know, if you're into it, check it out. If you're not, I don't really care. Okay. So, speaking of that book that I mentioned in the previous segment, you know, you already know this segment is kind of like a personal thing for me. I kind of just get into my whole spill. One thing that he said that I took and I wanted to kind of talk about here is immortality projects, how society itself and life has been built off of people's immortality projects. The need to find a way to live forever has has led to amazing things. And it's got me really thinking about trying to find my immortality projects. Maybe this podcast can turn into one. I don't know. But, and what I mean by immortality projects, let me explain. Like the guy, the pharaohs that came up with the ideas to build the, pyram- the pyramids, they knew the pyramid was going to be done long after they were dead. But because the pyramids got done, they get to live through these pyramids. You get what I mean? The people who created, who allowed for computers to exist, like the first, if you go back however many hundreds of years ago, or however many dozens and decades ago, whatever, a lot of these people, like, okay, give you a perfect example. Uh, the head of Apple, a man who died, Steve Jobs, he had a vision, and I'm holding this vision in my hand right now, this iPhone. He knew what the rest of us didn't know. The part of the reason that he's going to live forever, maybe not physically, is because he figured out this goddamn phone. He saw the vision for this phone. This was his his, his immortality project. He's going to live forever because we're going to always be talking about this. His impact on the world. You get what I mean? Like, I feel like people have kids as immortality projects, right? Like you have a kid and you teach that kid and you hope that that kid takes a part of your teachings and a part of you and passes it down to the next generation and their kids and their kids. Right. That's kind of the hope. You have a kid, you raise the kid well, and they take the good parts of you that they learn from you and carry that on throughout generations that's just an immortality project that's a way for you to get kids is the ultimate immortality project it's a way to get you to live forever right now some people's immortality project might be art it might be design it might be discovery whatever it is and it just like i said it's kind of really got me trying to figure out i wonder what mine will be you know and just trying to figure that out maybe i should pour more into this podcast um, It's kind of just how you remember When you're gone Type thing And I don't want to always be harping on Like death and dying Because I feel like I, I kind of mentioned that A little too much in my podcast But the older you get You know, obviously That's just a reality You start to be like Okay, well, people don't live forever, huh? That sucks um, <laughs> So, yeah I just want to really find I want to really find my thing You know, I'm working on it. I'm trying out some new things. I'm trying to. I don't know. Maybe this could be it. Maybe this could be it. But I'm just I'm just jealous of people that because that's the way you live forever. Until until we figure out technology gets to the point where you could just start buying organs like off Amazon, like, hey, I need a heart. Like until it gets to that point. You know, the only way you really leave forever, live forever is the impact you kind of leave or the legacy you leave or whatever or the memories people have of you. But that that immortality project section in that book is something that really fucking just got my mind going. And just to hear it worded that way. Um, yeah. And to realize how many things in society got done because people just didn't want to be forgotten. Like people just don't want to be forgotten. They want to try to find a way to live as long as possible, even if it's not physically. So, yeah, one day I'm going to figure out one day is going to be mine, and I'll have an immortality project. And 200 years from now, I want people to be like, yeah, remember that, that guy? Well, I say that, I say that, but honestly, I just want to be remembered well, you know? I know a lot of people don't like to talk about that while they're here. Because, again, it mentions that, well, one day I'm going to be gone. But fuck it. So what? Like, accept the fact that you're not going to be here forever. Enjoy it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just in a good mood. I was doing a lot of reflection and, and thinking about how I remember people that aren't here anymore. And just even remembering people, period. You know what I mean? One day, somebody's going to remember you for the last time. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> Ain't that some shit? So, yeah, man. Yeah, whatever yours is. And I know I know a lot of people personally that are, are working on their immortality projects. You know, I don't want to call a kid an immortality project, but it kind of is the ultimate one. But, you know, there's a little more to it with children, you know? But, uh, Yeah. So whatever it is, try to figure that out. Try to work on it. Um Like I said, I'm I am i am in a, I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good space. I don't want people to hear this and be like, "Uh, oh, you're talking about stuff so dark." Like, no, nah, I'm in a good mood. It doesn't it doesn't bother me. So Yeah, we got to figure it out, man. We got to figure out that legacy you leave behind. Even so much when I when I talk about like the rappers leaving and everything like that in in the in the earlier segments. Just like, you know what I mean? They're going to be remembered, though. You know what I mean? People are going to be saying DMX's name 100 years from now. Like, when you tell the story of rap, you know what I mean? He's going to live forever because of that. Even after everybody listening to this is long gone. So, yeah, man. We're just It's just... I got to figure it out. I got to figure it out. But, yeah, it's a quick one. This This segment is a quick one. This is usually the fastest one. 'Cause by the time I get here, I'm tired of talking. <laughs> like, but uh it's just something I kinda wanted to put in everybody's head. You know. Um Yeah, so that that's my Monday. Enjoy yourselves, you little fruits, and I'm gone.